case of panic stations before we pr- press record because I couldn't hear anything coming through my microphone. I thought the recorder was broke. We spent about five minutes messing about and it turned out I hadn't had the microphone turned on. It's a fucking dickhead, isn't it? Good morning, everybody. Hello. How are you doing, guys? All good, you? Yeah, not bad. Did you know there are more than 1.6 million ants per person on Earth? Cool. That's a very cool fact. So does that mean... Oh, no, I'm not even going to try and work that out. I was going to try and work out how many billions, trillions that would be. Well, um, yeah, it's apparently that there's between one and ten quadrillion ants living on the Earth. Awesome. Which is a bit of a margin, isn't it? No, it's like a nine million quadrillion margin. Whatever um, animal insect, insect would be have a more population than them, do you reckon? Than ants? Yeah. Fucking mosquitoes. Mosquitoes. It's got to be up there, isn't it? And Definitely. there's more there's more artificial flamingos than there are actual real flamingos. <laughs> yeah, I like that fact. It's crazy, real. isn't it? It's all these... I tell you what, flamingos seem to go crazy at the moment. Like You see them everywhere, little plastic flamingos, and I don't know what that's about. Yeah, People love it. People love it. Just I tell you what, that would be a good idea. The zoo, just get rid of the real flamingos. Just put plastic ones up and go, <laughs> here we go. We've got all the flamingos you need. They just don't move. Yeah, you can buy them. I, I only say that because if you look just there, we've got like, there's a, a tropical fish tank right next to us. There is a dead fish in the bottom. Oh, nice. Right. Nice. I didn't notice. This but is what yeah. got me onto the old animal front here. And that one there. He was swimming around with his mate fine yesterday. They were buddies. I woke up this morning. He's dead and everybody's eating his face. Right. It's ruthless, isn't it, nature? Yeah. I mean, it's good though. It's, no, a, it's a circle of life and all that shit, isn't it? No one, no one cares in nature, man. They just no. chew your face off. Well, if yeah, your best mates swimming around with them. You know, t- imagine you know, like tetras and stuff, always following each other. One of them dies, let's eat the fucker quickly. Yeah. Apparently, cats will do that to you as well. If you di- if you die in the house, like dogs won't eat you. They'll wait a long time. They'll just starve to death. But cats, a couple of days, and they'll be like, "Bitch, I'll eat your face." Fucking fair play. They do straight off circle the circle of life. Yeah, have a listen to this bad boy. So we had that, that came through, and then we um, had this one come through as well, from Sheila. Sheila from Alabama again, and just so you guys know, putting another cucumber in there to get the first cucumber out doesn't help. <laughs> that's, that's some good advice. So you see what happens when you ask for voicemails? Yeah. It's good. Are they called voicemails, are they? Audio uh, voice messages, messages, I suppose. Yeah, like that, isn't it? Yeah, it's good though. I like all these messages flying in. It's uh, you know, it's it's fun because some like I say, that's just completely random. It could be <laughs> for for I don't know a real person called Sheila. It's I know who it is. I know who it is as well. But it could be. It could be. It Maybe could. it could be someone pretending to be someone else. What is the strangest thing you've ever seen at work? And made me think that because I know that you go for, uh, into a lot of people's houses. Have you ever had like a uh, lady of the house wandering around in a? Lingerie, suggestively. In front no, of I have accidentally walked in on um, about a twenty-year-old with a tits out in a what? room. What? Accidentally? Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't know she was there, and I was painting the door, so I had to open up the door and lock it into position. And she was just sitting on a bed with a tits out. I was like, "Whoops, dear me!" I just went, "I'll leave in about a minute." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do, you yeah. me, do you want me to leave? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking of course. Just get me bass out. Bam, ba, bam, bam. <laughs> um. The strangest thing probably was actually um, um, a, a Muslim lady. I was going around into this house, 
and her husband was following me up, up and down the stairs. It was a bit odd. I mean, like, I was carrying the tools into do the room, and she was in bed, and she just sort of stayed in bed while, while I was painting, painting over the ceiling. How long? Like, she was there all the way through the day. Well, when what? I, until I finished my job of doing the ceiling, she was in bed. Was she bedridden? No, she's just lazy. <laughs> just lazy. She weren't, be- she weren't bedridden. Definitely weren't bedridden. But she just she just stayed in bed, and I was like, I have to put a dust sheet over the bed. And she was like, weird. okay. I was like, while you're in it, yeah. While she was in it, yeah. And I was just like, can you just? I was. I wanted to say to her, and I should have. Can you just line the bed next door yeah, or something? Just, can you get out of the room? Which one this is ridiculous. For you? This is ridiculous. It was. It was. It was. Um, Really uncomfortable, you know what I mean? Yeah. As you can imagine, you're working round and she's just lying there. Was not asleep? asleep. No, not asleep. <laughs> just sitting there and you're thinking, what are you doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just go, out, just go out for an hour and a half. That's all it takes me to do the ceiling in there. I was just like, this is really fucking odd. I've never known anything like it. You know what I mean? People are odd. Um, you got any shout outs? I only say that because you're probably going to say... Just me. <laughs> just <you. laughs> yeah. I'd like to say uh, hello to everyone in the world. That's all he ever says. Everybody in the world. It makes sense. Debbie, Marianne, Robert Norton, Dax, A. A. Ron. Sorry, Aaron. We gotta do some of these shoutouts. We can't just keep just reeling names off. I'm mm. not very imaginative. Joshua, Chris, Anand, which is an interesting name. Joseph, Mark, Ronnie, Harley Ramsey, Neil, Gary, Callum, Hendry. Good name. Phil Weasel. Phil the Weasel. Phil the Weasel. Sorry, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Tony. John Jeffrey Rope, who sounds like a serial killer. Yeah, that does sound like it. That'd be a good serial killer name. You'd have to, when you'd have to literally strangle people with rope with that. Yeah. You'd have to. Jeffrey the Rope. There's a, there's a um, yeah, Jeff the Rope. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair McCarroll. Sam Parr. Nice chat with Sam last night and on Thursday about some cool things. He's, uh, he's into design, so that's cool, man. Uh, Goran Lash. Chantel Evans, Pasha Cox Hill, no better than a hill made of Cox. Well, yeah, for later, I imagine that's like a dream. Uh, Kevin Young, Jason Hughes, Jimu Wooten. Jimu Wooten? Jimu Wooten. Jimu Wooten. Jimu. I can't. Jimu. Jimu. Jimu Wooten. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Bennett, <laughs> Dave Bins, George Vinall, Rachel Stewart, Melissa Masters, she's a dominatrix, David Taylor. <laughs> Jez Venon, the lovely Sophie, and Danny Podmore. Podmore? Podmore. He wants more pods. He wants more peas. And if you want more, want pods, more pods, then you should check out Your Week in Stupid. Yeah. And me so and Rob nice. were on last week. Yeah, and also Carousel Sniper Victims. Yeah, man. That was uh, that, that show last week was fun, wasn't it? It was a good laugh. It's the first time we've done something like that, uh, like a, a joint one across. Well, it was a f- kind of a freeway thing, wasn't it? Because um, yeah, in different a, areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good laugh, um, Yeah. Alex and Andy from Your Week in Stupid, and, and then uh, me and Rob just wrecking their show for them. Yeah, destroying it. It was really good fun. I can't begin to go through what we were chatting about. I can't remember all of it. Uh, but if you want to, li- I think that's episode 18, I think. It's called The Podven- Podvengers. Podvengers. So if you've listened to us, if you listen to us regularly, all the time, which you do, because you're fucking badass, then go and listen to that episode, because yeah. you're missing out. From what I, rec- what I remember is, obviously, a fair... Uh, a fair? A bear ripping off someone's face because they tried to do a selfie. Yeah. The queen getting fisted. The queen got fisted, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, yeah, well, she shit. might like it. Um, shit. Um, what else was there? Artificial intelligence and the end yes, of the world. Yes, and nanobots and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, UFOs. Yeah, man. It was good, man. I mean, if you like a bit of diversity and a bit of stupid stuff and a bit of weird stuff and a bit of 
intellect, not from us, but you yeah, know. yeah. We it was really cool, man. We just yeah. had to. Uh, we were just. We got to take along for the ride. We didn't have to uh, do anything. No, no, <laughs> it was wicked. Just, yeah, it was it's all uh, Alex and Andy uh, carried us through. So cheers, boys. Yeah. Yeah, go check that Good out. Work. And um, yeah, man, leave them a review. Rate them, share them, do everything you need Listen to Listen to them, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're, they're good. As well as Carousel's Night Victim. Yeah. Crack Cushions, get involved with them on all social medias. They're on Etsy as well. Yeah. You've got our di- We've got new stickers, mate. Get yourself some cool, cool, cool crack cushions. Yeah, and, w- and I'll st- I've just shown you the new sticker that we've oh, got. Oh, yes, there. it's wicked, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a, an alien disguised as Jimmy Savile. Um, and, and it actually does look like Jimmy Savile. Yeah, not, yeah. not because of the gear he's got on. It actually does kind of look like Jimmy Savile. Yep, and that's the... Um, the artwork of the lovely Hannah who's yeah. helped us out with that. So if you want them, if you want some stickers, we're still giving them away for free. Uh, but um, just give us a, a like, share, or rate us on iTunes. Uh, take a screen grab, send it to us, and we will uh, send you some loot out for fuck all. Do you reckon one day we'll be in the um, top 100 or 200 podcasts in the UK? I've got a clue. I had a look the Probably other day. <laughs> I had a look the other day and I was being a bit over optimistic. I was thinking maybe we might have got there. <laughs> <laughs> and then like like you got like um podcasts really high at podcasts who are like 150th and I was thinking, hmm, we're not closer then. Nah. <laughs> it's all <laughs> yeah, for fun. Yeah, yeah. It's all for fun. Yeah, man. It's all good. So uh yeah, if you um if you want to contact us, our detail well you just find us, can't you? Robots for Eyes in Google and it will come up with Robots for Eyes, Twitter, Robots for Eyes, Facebook, Robots for Eyes, Instagram. Robotsforeyes.co.uk, Gmail, whatever it is, <laughs> that one. And, and also, Rob, on. Rob's got his social media now. He's on Instagram and Twitter, so everyone needs to bombard Rob. I think you're Rob Robot or Robot Rob or something. I can't like remember. That. Oh, that's helpful. We don't even know what he's. <laughs> so find him if you, if you can. I did like a token effort of setting it up, and then I got frustrated because um, I was tagged in something and I read the same message about five times. And I thought, what does this mean? I was like, I've read this message five times. It's five things. I was like, what what's going on? Uh, and then you. I just just went fed up. But I will if if people keep bombarding me, I'll have to look at it because I've got like a strange OCD. You know, when you look at your phone and you have got like a um, uh, a message notification. notification. Yeah. If you look at my okay, Twitter one's maximum on mine. Facebook's gone. I'm literally down to minimal. I don't like having like two free notifications. Yeah. I know what you mean. I don't like it. I have to clear them because there's loads coming through constantly <laughs> yeah, yeah. and if I don't clear them I keep thinking I'm missing people so yeah, I, have yeah. got to, I have to clear them all the time. Yeah. It's just... That's just the way it is. Taking over my life. Yeah. Oh, we're on Patreon as well if you can be bothered. So... Uh, are we actually on it now? Of course we are. We've been on it for about two months. So just all right. <laughs> just <laughs> didn't bother. We haven't mentioned it. Nah. Okay. You can find us. It's not hard. Give us a give us a couple of grand. We'd be happy. Just just ten grand, I'd be fine. Yeah, can buy some new equipment, uh, <laughs> some hookers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, right then, shall we hit it? Rob was just going on about Ozzy Osbourne and how you thought he was dead yeah. um, uh, the other week because there was like, a radio station playing lots radio of... Radio 6 played like quite a few um, Black Sabbath tracks out, like in a row and I was just like, what the f- And then we were talking about how much of a legend he is and Rob found this clip about uh, when a woman's asking him if he was sober. <laughs> Play it here, Rob. Are you sober now? No, no, I'm not sober. Are you sober now? Yeah, I'm sober now. Yeah, I'm sober now. Yeah, I'm sober now. Yeah, I'm
<laughs> he looks like on the picture as well. He actually looks like he's in a different world. He is. That's why. Yeah, he actually looks. He looks like he's just staring at like. I don't know anything. You know what I mean? He's one of them. He's just going. looking at his fer- fairies wear boots, mate. Are you sober now? Yeah, no. I wonder what he thought after that. I don't How's know he went. alive? Did he went, oh, fuck. <laughs> after that. I don't know what he thought. Yeah, yeah. He's probably thinking, how am I alive? How, yeah. how am I still here? So, uh, let's do an episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're not talking about Ozzy Osbourne for ages. This one's a Ben Walford special. Oh, I, thought I thought it was a Paul Sparrow special. No, oh, that's probably not. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a bit of beef ben before Morfer. because Ben thought he came up with the idea of the 27 Club, so uh, we got to we got to do this one. Are we going to have a, a Ben Wolfers versus Paul Sparrow cage match? <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by Robots for Eyes. He told me uh, yesterday that he grew up on a farm and had his arm up pigs' fannies to the armpits, pulling out dead piglets. Nice. And that was a reference to the uh, shitting incident that we m- that we spoke about on Your Weekend Stupid. Okay, so it's like it's, it means. There's nothing to him in a way. That's just like easy. Yeah, he's like easy. He's, if he's pulling out dead piglets out of a pig's fanny, then. I'd love to see that. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ, it's barbaric, isn't it, really? We get a good bacon out of it. Nearly as, uh, nearly as barbaric as this one. Yeah. Oscar Pistorius, also <laughs> known as the Blade Runner. Uh, and sometimes referred to as the fastest man on no legs. On no legs, yeah. It's fucking a bit, a bit rude, isn't it? Yeah. Is it rude? Nah. Well... <laughs> The thing is, didn't he? Didn't he? He complained, didn't he? Because he, he came second in one race, and he said uh, um, the Brazilian fellow or something who beat him had longer legs. Is that what it was? Yeah, that's what he said. Longer stride. Yeah, apparently so. Longer fake legs, but just take it, mate. Just, take just. It. I tell you what. Why don't you just all have massively long legs? do not matter how long they are. At the end of the day, you, you got fucking people like two, like well, not two foot. That'd be that'd be. Amazing if they were in the 100 meter final, but um, like you know, people like five foot something, and then we got fucking what's his face, um, the Jamaican, what's his name, Usain Bolt, he's like six foot like five or something. Yeah. His legs can't are have a go long, can't have a go in. His legs are too long, yeah. you know what I mean? That's true. not untrue, yeah. Good point, actually. Yeah, you know, there's going to be a film made about Oscar, Oscar Pistorius called uh, The Blade Gunner, The Blade Gunner, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, we all know who he is, and um. What you know, what he did, but and I also know why everybody's listening to this podcast. Nobody could give a flying fuck about his running prowess. No, because he's, he's a fucking dick. You all just want to hear about that night he shot his bird in the head. Yep. That's why you're all here. Roses are red, violets are glorious. Don't try and surprise Oscar Pistorius. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> or run away. From yeah, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he might catch you. So we're gonna do a little bit about him before we get to the um, the you know the mur- the murdery bit, which is the you know the most important bit of it, really. Yeah. Born on the 22nd of November, 1986, and he's the middle of three children. Uh, he's got a bro called Carl and a sister called Amy. So we might as well just start with the uh, the legs or the stumps. Legs. Yeah. Go on then. <laughs> Was he born without them? Or did he... Do you not know how we... I mean, we're going to refer to his stumps. Stumps. Stumpy. That's not, yeah, stumpy. I mean, they... It's, don't get offended. You know, it's just, you know, stumps, that's what they are. They yeah. refer to that in court, so... Do you think when, when he did what he did... Which he clearly did, right? Do you reckon he put his legs on, or do you reckon he just stumped over? We'll see. Well, well, apparently on his stumps, but we'll talk about that as cool. we get further. Cool. I, do you know what I'd do? I'd have stump feet. So what I'd do, right, is I'd invent something which you put on your stumps, right, which is actually a foot, so you can just walk around like that. <laughs> <you> just, <laughs> that's what I'd do. <laughs> I mean, he could try. Yeah, I think that'd be a good idea. Do you know how he lost his legs? 
No. You have no idea? I couldn't give a shit. Well, he was, he, was in a pr- <laughs> he was in a pram and he got trampled on by a rogue pack of llamas when he was a baby. The fuck? I was okay. Just to say, that would be um, like, what the fuck's going on he, there? He was born without his feet, like the lower half is their calf bones, basically. Um, it's like a congenial defect, a birth defect. Mm-hmm. It's just one of them things. Just you know. Oh right, okay. Look at the draw. I thought he might have like been run over or someone cut his legs off because he's a cunt. No, just a birth defect. Some yeah. people have no legs, and some people like me have unusually large cocks, and there's not a lot we can do about it. We're burdened. No. Big cockitis. <laughs> Must have been really, really horrible for his parents because. There's nothing they can do. Mm. There was nothing, nothing, literally zero you can do with their legs like that. So after listening to the doctors um, and them giving him advice, when he was 11 months old, which is fucking young, his parents decided to have his legs amputated. It's like major surgery for a baby. Um, chop them off. Just mm. fucking get rid of them. But it's well, if they're not doing anything, I know it sounds mental, but get rid of them. It's logical. That's what I'd do. If something, if my arms stopped working... I'd just be get rid of it. Well, it's it's, it's just going to get in the way. It, it wasn't effect. It wasn't like bad for him. It's just that with the legs as they were, they were just going to get in the way. So getting rid of them he, and having prosthetics put on, well, yeah, it's, it's, more independence, yeah. more b- mobility. But you know, it's pretty amazing, really, because within six, he had his legs amputated at six months, uh, eleven months of age. But within six months of having them cut off, he was walking, which explains. You know why he's so home, at, uh, so at home on them. Mm-hmm. He carried his whole life he's been on them. It's all all he's all he's known really. He was walking at about one and a half years old. So most kids waddle around like you know drunk like a drunk person <laughs> within yeah. a year, and some take nearly two years. It's been really slow, but um, you got to remember he was eleven months old and had a major operation. Yeah, fake legs. I don't even know if they would give him fake yeah. legs. I'm assuming they yeah, would. Yeah, they did because he was walking by one and a half. Yeah, <laughs> so he's on his stumps. Yeah, so that's pretty impressive, man. Yeah, pretty impressive. But it is, yeah. His, his parents divorced when he was six, which is not good. Um, he didn't communicate with his father much throughout his life by everything I could I could find, and that's not good for a nipper to go through at any age. We've we've talked about this in many like podcasts about serial killers. They always seem to come from, you know, broken homes. Mm. It's uh, you know it really affects kids. Uh, his mum also died when he was fifteen. So he's got no legs. His parents are split up, and then his mom his mom died. But it, it, it seems that it happened. So he had no legs to stand on, <laughs> no legs to so stand. to speak. Yeah, it it seems his mother's death was a bit, a bit of a surprise. Sorry, I thought I, I thought I know everyone's going to go as in like that's an obvious joke. But I thought get out. Of course of the way. it is. We got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've probably got it written down in here somewhere. Yeah, anyway, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, uh, they they misdiagnosed his mother with hep- hepatitis and she had the wrong treatment. And ended up with a brain hemorrhage, I believe. And she died of a completely randomly. It's not. It's not Alex Ferguson. Yeah. Just in case anyone likes football, he's had a brain <laughs> hemorrhage. He survived. So it's a, it's pretty shocking that yeah. is to to imagine a you know something like that happening to to your mother. It's horrible, horrible. And uh, it was really hard for him because um, she was the person that installed like in his mind the the never give up attitude, saying you know never say I can't, and apparently she would write letters to her children throughout their lives as like um, nice keepsakes, very precious now. Yeah, something to look back yeah. because she's gone and you know carry more weight now. And she she wrote this to Oscar just before he had his legs amputated, and she said the real loser is never the person who crosses the finishing line last. The real loser is the person who sits on the side, the person who doesn't even try to compete. Why did he moan when he came second then? Because he's a moaner. Because his mum was already dead then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's out of the way. She's gone to matter. 
Well, I suppose it's a ferociously competitive yeah, person, I suppose, isn't it? I suppose when you look at it, though, with most uh, most sports, you know, that's what you're there for. It's not like to come second or third. You want to win. Yeah. I mean, imagine football or rugby. Do you know what? I don't mind coming second here. Or boxing. I'm going to come second in boxing. Absolutely. <laughs> you know you're going to be the worst boxer in the world. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I'm happy with second. It's all right. I'm fine. Never winning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get yeah, out yeah. There. Well, I'll mention this now because during the murder trial, psychologists, um, they examined him and they said that he suffered from a general anxiety disorder, probably since childhood. Because, I mean, you know, not having any legs, parents divorcing, and then your mum dying. Mm. You know, them three yeah, events kind of could explain a lot. Uh, some sort of decline. Yeah. So mentally. It's important just to mention there that what could, what happened in later in life c- could have been, you know, a consequence of them events yes. in his, in Pro- his probably life. is it probably is because they, they say it's, it kind of engraves in your mind things when you're young so it could it could have all just clicked and triggered at one time and but from what I've heard he's a bit of a wanker yeah it seems that way I think losing his legs probably spurred him on to becoming athletic uh, because you know like he's got that I'll show you that I can do it attitude yeah regardless of my you know physical condition that's not going to hold me back so he grew up being very athletic which it's not really surprising considering what he actually achieved. Um, if it wasn't for the fact that he shot one of the most attractive women I've ever seen in my life in the face, he'd be a really good role model. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's uh, really And he wasn't a was dickhead. A oh, and he wasn't a dickhead, yeah. He had a bit of an ego problem, didn't he? A uh, little bit. Just <laughs> a little <laughs> yeah. bit, yeah, anyway. But yeah, what, what, yeah. It's, yeah, shooting people, just don't do it. It doesn't matter if they're good looking or not, just don't do she it. She was a mega yeah, babe, like a was. fucking proper premiership when mega she, class. Wasn't she bird. nailing a, a, a rugby player or something? Well, we don't know if that actually was the case, but there was definitely some communication. Apparently the day before or something, um, they were in a, in a coffee shop or something, and she was texting or calling this rugby player or something, so... Well, something definitely spurred him on to do it. But I, I don't know because I don't know if that's true. I'm just saying what I've heard. We'll never know if it's true, mate. Yeah. We'll never know. So growing up at school, he was proper balls deep into sport. He played cricket. He wrestled. He swam loads. He actually used to do boxing. And he uh, he played rugby for the school team um, and loved it because yeah. yeah, rugby's massive in South Africa, I think. Um, he actually bust up his knee whilst uh, playing rugby. Yeah, I know, you look at me like, what? How's he going into run? <laughs> yeah. But because he hurt his knee, the docs were like, you, f- you fucked your knee up, mate. You, you can't play rugby anymore. You've got to stop because it's just not going to yeah. last. So he, so because of that, he chose to give running a try. I get this. Within six months of quitting rugby, he won his first competitive race, which was the 100-metre sprint. He completed the race in 11.72 seconds. Odd. Oh, that's fast as fuck, even with two legs. Two seconds sl- uh, slower than me. <laughs> it also totally destroyed yeah. the existing Paralympic world record. <laughs> right, okay. Which is 12.20 seconds. And that was with six months of training. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he just, sprint, just basically just romped it. Just yeah, come yeah. along. It's, it's like, like the bosses, the Americans say, just walk in and go, yeah. That's <laughs> it. I caned it. I'll see you later. I think he was like, hmm, I might be able to steamroll this fucker. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to steamroll this for years until some Brazilian has longer legs than me. Or I shoot someone in the head. Come second to me. (laughs) (laughs) So a further six months down the line, uh, after winning his first race, he he was invited by a company who built custom running blades, I think uh, called Flex Foot Cheetahs. And he went in for a fitting, had a few, had a couple of sets made. And um, a few months later, won gold in the 200 metre sprint and bronze at the 100-meter sprint in the 2004 
Athen Olympic uh, Paralympic Games. So within a, a year and a half of deciding to give this running lark a try, he was he was Paralympic champion. Mm. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. That's, that is mad. It sounds like a complete natural, even though he didn't have you know what I mean the ability to do it naturally. He just had, I think it's because he had his legs on the prosthetics since he was a child. They weren't that wasn't new to him. It wasn't like he's lost his legs at the age of you know fifteen and had to adapt. It was just it was just there. Do, do, I, I don't know if you know this because I don't know because I never really watched the Paralympics. Um, oh, don't ask me. With, with the running right, is is it just like a, a fake leg final, or is there like like as in do you know what I mean? Like one leg, or two leg, or is there, it's just or is it like like people with Down running. syndrome and people who've got no arms running at the same same final event? I don't even know. Because it surely that makes it a bit unfair. Do you know what I mean? If that's the case, you're, you're making me think of Eric Cartman now. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, is is there specific um, groups? So, is there like um, double amputee final, or I don't know? Or I don't think so. Or uh, is it, but you they just chuck them all together, throw them all together, see what, what happens. happens. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he um, he's also the only dude who's ever competed in both Olympics and Paralympic games. Now that's a, a fucking massive personal victory for him. It's like yeah. a fuck you. Number to one, his, yeah. well, he's always going to be down in history for that and for what he's done. So in 2011, he ran alongside the able-bodied dudes and came second in the heats, which is nuts. Uh, and he came last in the semis, so he beat a lot of people. Yeah. Proper Olympians yeah, yeah. to get where he... I mean, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty fucking impressive when yeah. you think about it. But apparently that pissed a lot of able-bodied athletes off who claimed that he had an unfair advantage. Um, when I first heard about that, I was like, what are you on about? He's got no legs. How can that be an advantage? <laughs> well, if it's unfair advantage, surely the able people should be able to run in the disabled one as well, then. Well, if you chop your legs off. Well, no, no. Well, so if he, if they're you have saying, to be disabled yeah. to run in it. Well, it says that, but, like it, but, it should, but with the Olympics... If he's in there and they're saying he's cheating, because what I'm guessing it's going to be the same thing. He's got longer legs or something. Longer, well, longer. Um, a bit more than that. There's a little bit more than that because there were. He's doing a load of coke before. And yeah. He's allowed to because <laughs> he's disabled. Well, there were lots of hearings. Um, reports went to the court of habituation for sport and blah 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 blah. And apparently, it seems whilst running at race pace on blades, Oscar Pistorius used. They claim. 25% less energy compared to athletes with two legs because he literally weighed less. And there's also an advantage regarding the effort to um, to lift your body and move it around. He used 30% less energy in that in that regard as well. Uh, and the flex in the carbon fiber blades also Helped. helps. Yeah. It's like, um, it seems that having... It's like projectiles sort of helping them... Yeah, I know what you mean. But it also depends on the, the report you read because if well, you, there's other ones and they said that... He does, does he... This is another. Sorry to interrupt. It's fine, fine. Also, would would his legs be swinging out more when he's running? Like because I don't know how they work. No, I don't think they'd impede his. Do you know what I mean? Does he have to move his legs out wider to get his legs? Do you know what I mean? There's going to be some sort of would change. That, would that cause problems as well? well as in for other runners? I don't know. I don't. I mean, he's obviously going to have to change the way that. He doesn't run in, in the same way that we do. That's what I mean. That's <laughs> what, what I mean. that's what I'm trying to say. Does does that affect other runners? Because it, does he does he need more space to run? I don't know. I nah, never really watched nah, him run. So the, they, they stay in the lanes. They stay in the lanes. But people saying it is an advantage. Yes, it is. If you look at the reports that say it's an advantage, but if you also read the reports that say it's a disadvantage, it can be. You can give weight to that because he was measured running at race pace in a straight line at full speeds, the reports don't, didn't take into account starting from a standstill 
or going round corners because he's slower at the start of the race. Um, but the blades compensate for that when he's at full speed. Like the flex in the uh, in is you is set Helps up for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Sort of suspension because we can improve on what nature gave us. Mm. But anyway, whatever. He uh, he finished his career with six Olympic golds uh, and a gold in the World Championship, and he got a few silver and bronze medals too. But nobody cares about them. They just I don't care about any of it to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> I know you haven't seen him run, so uh, I know he's obviously who he is because I've heard. It's funny, like isn't it, man? Because most people are into him because of the this what we're going to discuss. Mm. No one well, cares about his running. Well, yeah, but so I said at the beginning. To be honest, if someone sat around the table with me and went, "Do you want to talk about someone who's won a, a Paralympic gold or just a Olympic gold, or someone who had been Olympic gold runner and has shot his misses in the face, who's also stunning?" I'd go, I want to listen to the second yeah. option, please. Jesus, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's still got Facebook groups with like 100,000 people. I mean, I don't know if that's why I should be surprised. You know what I mean? Mm. Well, yeah, I can see why. I, you know, because people, okay, he's done something really evil and horrible, but people still will respect him for what he's achieved, I suppose. Absolutely. He's like the South African OJ Simpson. Oh yes, that's a good comparison. Yeah. Should call him that on his page. <laughs> yeah, set up a group for him. Yeah, uh, like I say, everybody loved him. Um, when he w- competed at the able-bodied Olympics 2012, he was greeted by huge cheers. And everyone's like standing up and clapping. Come on, son, you can do it. Well mm. done. You know what I mean? Can, I, ga- make, can I make you a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> he used to give loads of money to charity and help disabled people. He seemed like a good dude from the outside, but some people close to him said he was a bit of a wanker. Yeah. Um, and was prone to doing mad, reckless shit without really thinking about the consequences. I'll tell you one I heard was that he was driving down the road in South Africa with a gun shooting up in the air or something. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but I heard that and I thought, what a wanker. And the police stopped him and let him off because well, of who he was or something. Uh, yeah, I've got that like, in the trial bit. His girlfriend testified, so I'll tell I'll okay. got what actual segments of what actually happened there. But in 2008, talking about him being reckless, he, he crashed a speedboat whilst drunk, fucking himself up real bad. I was completely unaware of this. He shattered his jaw broke several ribs and smashed his eye socket. He lost three litres of blood and was in intensive care and a coma for three days, needing 180 stitches to put shit right. He nearly died. He was 22. It's amazing that he could even fucking recover from that. He's just just gone on a bit of a a mental spiral and he's had, um, obviously he's had a lot of bad troubles in life um, to start with. His parents splitting up, his mum dying, no legs. And then he's just obviously got the fame of being a, a runner, and then he's just gone fucking nuts on certain things and caused himself some shit. It's like it's like the Twenty Seven Club. Yeah, but he's just not dead yet. Well, not yet. He's killed someone probably at the age. Oh, he might have been twenty seven when he killed someone. Maybe. Oh, I should find that out, really, shouldn't I? <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll find out now while we're talking. So when um when he crashed that boat, he hit a submerged pier that was, and was thrown full blast into the steering wheel. It's fucking it's fucking mental when you think about it. And also another time in New York, he had insomnia apparently and couldn't sleep. He got a tattoo done at two a.m. Not reckless in my opinion, but shows he's very spontaneous and seems to do and enjoy risky shit. It, the tattoo is actually on his shoulder. It's a Bible verse from Corinthians, and it says, I do not run like a man running aimlessly. What, don't, well, whatever, mate. Yeah, you know, okay. Don't read into it too much, mate. You know, <laughs> just get I think I'll just go, right, mate, whatever. I've got to mention, point. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to mention this too here. The police said during the trial that they'd been called out to, um, shall we say, a domestic incident at his house. Mm. He was arrested and spent the night in jail for slamming a, slamming a woman's leg in a door at a house party. Yeah. Now, assault charges were pressed, but 
strangely, they were dropped. I think that's uh, money, cash. You know money, what I mean? cash, hose. What? He's 50 grand. I don't know what you're moaning about. You've got legs. So, oh no, she's so good looking. And she's <laughs> gone in and shot her in the face. He also threatened uh, a footballer called um, Mark Batchelor. He said he was going to break his legs. So, you know, I, I can hear what you're saying. He's not deliberately hurting anyone other than that woman with a leg. But yeah. he is reckless, absolutely, and, and does crazy stuff. But is he violent? I don't know. Well, I, I think he's a bit of a pussy, to be honest. Go on, Rob, how old is he when he shot her? Well, he is, was it 86 he said he's born, so he's 32 now, right? Um, he killed her on Valentine's Day, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, February 2013, which mm-hmm. was five years ago, which makes him 27. <laughs> so there you go then. So he's done the reverse 27 club. Except for him dying, he's killed someone else at the age of 27. <laughs> it, it, I don't know, man. Yeah, the murder, the twenty-seven murderer club. Yeah, that's what. Oh, yeah, that would be a good one. Serial killers at twenty. He's not a serial killer. He needs to kill two more people to get in that list. He's he's like a a star who's killed someone at twenty-seven instead of a star killing themselves at twenty-seven. Star that kill at twenty-seven club. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting a bit out of control now. <laughs> so, um, one of his ex-girlfriends called Samantha Taylor said during the trial that he was extremely volatile and would fly off the handles on the reg, just going nuts, screaming angrier. And what's more disturbing is that he, she said that he'd carry a gun with him whenever he could. And I'm not saying guns are bad, but in the hands of a crazy person, bad shit can happen. Yeah, that's not good. Not good at all. So have you seen, there's a clip called um, the Zombie Stopper clip. Have you heard about that? Uh, zombie Stopper clip? Yeah. No. It's, it was a clip shown in court, and it's um, he's firing a gun at a shooting range. Actually, the gun that he killed Reva Steenkamp with. Mm. Um, and he's shooting a watermelon, and it sort of blows it to bits. And, and he can be heard saying in that clip, it's a lot softer than brain. Fuck, it's a zombie stopper. Now, that was used in court against him. I think that's probably a little bit unfair, because he's shooting a melon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Referred to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. A hand it is in the zombie apocalypse. He's not killing anyone. No, he's just shooting a melon. But they do shit like that anyway, don't they? Well, you I've know, shot in America a and in South Africa. That's right, kind I've of shot a watermelon with exactly. a shotgun. I'm not a murderer. Exactly. They just, they just do that, because it's fun. So it, I know it sounds mental with a gun, but that's what people do. It is fun. Yeah, exactly. Shooting shit's fun. Yeah, exactly. He was arrogant. He's not a person or, you know, or an animal, fine. Just shoot what the fuck you want. It's not like he was arrogant in that video footage. He was just shooting it. He wasn't, like, threatening him. He just was commenting on Mm. how it popped. But in his private life, apparently he was very arrogant and would walk around thinking he could do pretty much anything he he wanted. I mean, that's kind of... Sometimes you do get that from real high-end, top athletes. They're beating everybody. No one can touch them. There's going to be a certain level of arrogance there. Yeah, well, there will be, wouldn't there? Any, any, it's very rare that someone at the top of their sport, okay, there are a few we can go, oh, wicked sound, you know what I mean? Then there's, there's no, you know, but everyone's got a bit of arrogance, I think, when, when they're that high, when they're number one at their sport, yeah. and they've all got it. Yeah, Ronda Rousey, whatever her name is, Rowdy, Rowdy Ronza, <laughs> she was like that, and then she got bitch slapped about four times and cried, <laughs> and now she's quit, you know what I mean? So we, um, he met Reva Steenkamp in November. 2012 at a racetrack, like a car racetrack, not a run, running track. And then they started dating, hit it off apparently. Lucky bastard. Yeah. She's a stunner. Now, the relationship didn't last long because within three months of meeting her, she was dead. Now, that strikes three me. Three months. That strikes me as a bit fucking odd considering what we've just learned. Yeah, yeah. It's not normal. 
No, that's that's fucking crazy, isn't it? I thought they'd been going out for a while, not three months. Three months, that was all. I mean, you probably knew her before, maybe. You would have heard about her, but yeah. introduction, yet yeah, November. So the public perception of him is a good dude, but like we say, in private life, maybe not such Very a insecure. Now, now Reva Steenkamp, she was famous and successful in her own right before she met him. So she didn't like... She wasn't, wasn't like a on. random. Yeah, she was well-known, man. She was very clever, studied law. She'd actually got a bachelor's degree in law and wanted to be a, l- a lawyer by the time she was 30. And she was dead at 29. She was a model from the age of 14 right up to her death. If you haven't, do yourself a favour and, and Google an image of her. She mm-hmm. is fucking gorgeous. And be careful, girls, because you'll probably turn into a lesbian. If you might get a bit wet. Yeah, prob- well, you will. Gushing. Yeah. Like a waterfall. At least, at least gushing. At <laughs> least. I'm gushing now, thinking about it. Yeah. And she was mad keen on horse riding um, and actually suffered quite a bad fall and broke her back. Fuck. Yeah, and had to learn to walk again. Uh, walk again. And the doctors basically said, you should probably quit riding horses yeah. now because your back's not going to take one of them. Now, something like that happening to her, breaking her back, literally becoming you know, incapacitated, is, is I suppose Pistorius could relate to that. With his condition, suppose, that's yeah. what it was like. She was a TV presenter, was on celebrity baking programs. She was she was well known, man. Um, she was an A-list celebrity, and I think, I think after reading about her, that Pistorius was probably threatened by her, knowing that she was pretty much in demand by everybody. Mm. Amazingly good looking, clearly very clever, had the attention and eyes of pretty much every man and woman that ever saw her. Yeah, she was successful, independent. Um, well that could have torn it for him just being completely independent. Yeah. Because as much as he was, there was always that, I suppose, at the back of his mind. He's not totally independent. Well, I think he's just very insecure with it. Yeah, he he has to rely on people, doesn't he? For for instance, if his leg snaps, he can't just, like, get another one. He has to go and speak to people to get it made and all that, you know what I mean? It is difficult for him. Even though their relationship was short, she had, in fact, I mean, it's only three months, she'd actually told friends that, he could get very aggressive and fly off the rails without warning. So within three months, she's already got that perception of him. Yeah, yeah. So you already can see um, a bit of nastiness in him. So uh, Regularly as well, I'm guessing. Because if it was a one-off, she wouldn't mention it probably. She might go, fucking hell, he went off the wall the other day once. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? He must be doing it regularly for her to say that. And within three months? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Makes you wonder how bad it was. Um, Anyway, three months into the relationship, they spent Valentine's Day at Oscar Pistorius' house. You know, as couples do, whatever. But something occurred that night that resulted in her murder. Now, we'll go through what has been said and what happened in court, and it really is up to you to make it your own mind. Um, mm-hmm. So instead of me describing what happened to Reeve Steenkamp, why not let the man who shot her tell us what happened in his own words? Right. So this is Oscar in court, and he's he begins by describing how he woke up in bed and went onto his balcony to bring some fans in. Bring some fans in. Bring some like air fans in, basically. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. So I thought you meant like people. That's why I said it. Yeah, yeah. He's bringing some fans in. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Well, there was an intruder yeah. in his house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's fucking loads of them. <laughs> All right, so here he is. Um, I woke up, my lady, in the early hours of the 14th of February. I noticed that the fans were still running and that the door was still open. I took the small fan, the floor fan. I placed it um, pretty much just inside the room because at this point that I heard a window open in the bathroom, it sounded like a 
the window sliding open and then I could hear the window hit the frame uh, as if it had slipped to a point where it can't slide anymore. My lady, that's the moment that everything changed. I thought that there was a burglar that was gaining entry into my home and the first, the first thing that ran through my mind was that I needed to arm myself, that I needed to protect Reva and I, that I needed to get my gun. I made my way along the side of my bed and I grabbed my, my firearm from underneath the bed and it had a canvas holster on it. I immediately took it out the holster. I slowed down and I had my firearm extended in front of me just as I, just as I left my bed. Um, I whispered for Reva to get down and phone the police. I couldn't see into the bathroom at this point, but I could hear the door slam. And for me to confirm that there was a person or people inside the toilet or inside the bathroom at that time. I wasn't sure where to point the firearm. I had it pointed at the toilet, but my eyes were going between the window and the toilet. I wasn't sure if somebody was going to come out of the toilet to attack me. Before I knew it, I'd fired four shots at the door. My ears were ringing, I couldn't hear anything. So I shouted, I kept on shouting for Reva to phone the police. I retreated back to um, a point where I got to the corner of the bed. There was no, nobody, no one responded to me. I think it was at, um, at that point, my lady, that, the, that it first um, dawned upon me that it could be Reva that was in the in the bathroom or in the toilet. I made my way back to inside the inside the bathroom and I walked up to the up to the bathroom door. I tried to grab the handle and rip open the door, push the door open and it was locked. Um, for the first time I turned around uh, with my back facing the bathroom. I ran back to the room. Um, I opened the curtains. I shouted from the balcony, I opened the doors and I shouted from the balcony for help. I screamed help, help, help. I screamed for somebody to help me. I put my prosthetic, I put my prosthetic legs on. I ran as fast as I could back to the bathroom. I ran into the door. I didn't move at all. I leaned back and I tried to kick the door. And nothing happened. I was, I was just panicked at this point, I didn't really know what to make or what to do. Um, I ran back to the bedroom where the cricket bat was between the cabinet and the door. I ran straight up to the door and I started uh, hitting it. I, I don't, um, I think I hit it three times. Whilst I leant over the partition to get in, I saw the key, so I took it and I unlocked the door and I flung the door open, I threw it open. And I sat over Reva and I cried. <laughs> you wasn't
first thing I would have thought there, right, is, um, okay, fair enough, he's famous and he's got some sort of insecurity, right, was someone's gone for shit, as in a, um, whatever her name Reeve. is. has gone for shit, because you would look across and you, the fir- if you heard the window open, the first thing you do when you get out of bed, surely, would you have looked across and seen if Reeve's there, because obviously you're thinking she might have gone to the loo and just maybe she's just dropping one off, so mm. hence why she's opening the window. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then... Um, the fact that he went up to the door and he got the well, he woke up apparently and moved the fan, and he didn't even know that she was, wasn't there. Heard that, which sounds like bollocks. Um, went, picked up his gun, which was by his bed. Reaver wasn't there. He surely he would have looked. And That's gone, the thing, yeah. And then walked along, shot, and then come back and still didn't look. And then started started saying, um, "Call the police and all that." You know what I mean? It's. it's well, it's it's me- it's hor- it's, it's kind really of believable his story, but it's not. You know what I mean? It's he 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 definitely he definitely murdered her, and he knew it was her in there. Because um, mm. I just I, I just try and put it as in in my point of view is if I was in that situation, I would definitely 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 would have looked across the bed and gone. I heard a noise. Just to well, see yeah. if it's see if it's your girlfriend. Well, that's what you do. He called for her to call the police, but she didn't. Re- didn't you would do that, wouldn't you? If you woke up right and some and you heard something in the shitter across the road, across the the room, right? You'd look across to see if it was your girlfriend who's gone in. Yeah, that's be one of the first things. And he you'd went do. straight to guns. Yeah, it's horrible though, mate, because she didn't die instantly. Because like he bashed the door through, obviously with the cricket bat, like you said, and he found her slumped over the toilet, and she was alive but completely fucked up, and he dragged her out and. was you know, apparently trying to save him when she died in his arms. So after the shooting, he called the security because he's lived in a gated community as well, mm. which is sort of makes it a bit even. It makes it a little bit more harder to believe yeah. that an intruder got him yeah. because or was the security not doing their job around yeah, where you live? Because the security there are all going to be armed as well. Because yeah. if he's can be armed, the security well, definitely will be. Yeah. Um, yeah. He called an ambulance, called the security, and he called he called a friend. Um, phone records state that he when he spoke to his friend, it's like four o'clock in the morning. He said, uh, "My baba, I've killed my baba. God, take me away." That's apparently what he said to him in the phone call. So after the feds were arrived, he was arrested there and then yeah, and taken yeah. to the police. Was, yeah. There's actually a photo of him um, at the scene a few minutes after he shot her, and he's he's in a pair of he's in a pair of shorts covered in but there's blood everywhere, looking scared as fuck. He's wearing his prosthetic legs. I'll post it on the social media yeah. so have a look at it. But it's it's fucking shocking. I mean, this is minutes minutes after it's happened. So we know for a fact, one hundred percent. That he shot her. Yeah, yeah. He's told us he did. The but he had no way of, of, of denying that anyway. Even if, if he went, fuck this, I'm going to say I didn't do it. You know I mean, he had no way of getting away with it because he used his gun, they would have checked that. So he had to say he shot her, but it was a case of what was the story before. Well, I, I know he's claiming he's innocent, but does he really have a leg to stand on? <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't have two legs to stand on. Well, some people say he shot himself in the foot with this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the oh, bathroom where it, it happened was, was a big... I mean, you'd imagine it to be big. He's a multi-millionaire. Yeah. Fucking superstar. Living in South Africa where everything costs about 4p as well. <laughs> I don't know, but does it? <laughs> so, like, the bathroom's huge, and in the corner, there's, like, a cubicle for you to, like, like a privacy cubicle or whatever. And um, that's where she was behind that. She was locked in there. And according to him, he's describing, apparently, a reasonably silent event carried out in darkness until the gunshots. Okay, you know so, I mean? uh, yeah, so, in other words, there was no shouting. Well, that's what he's his, just said. Here's what he's saying. He just basically just went, who's there? No one answered and shot. Well, if that in that audio clip of him, he's saying he got up, went and got his, got the fans yeah. in, turned around, heard the noise, which he's saying was Reva, but he didn't know at the time. 
for some reason, got his shooter straight away and went, Reva, call the police, even though he's saying it next to you'd, the bed and she's fucking like that. You'd there. look, sorry, but so, it, it, that's where it goes to his downfall, is if you heard someone in the shitter, he knows it was the shitter, right? And you, you, it was just you and your girlfriend, you'd look to see if it was your girlfriend. you check. Yeah, and if she's not there, well, you still wouldn't have reasons to disagree because she might have gone down, to, you know, to the kitchen or something, but... You know what I mean? You look across and she's not there. You go, oh, she's having a shit. And you go back to sleep. Yeah. So it's it's what he's saying is it's quiet. Nothing mm-hmm. is happening. Yeah, he's yeah. whispering and moving around. Now, a neighbour of his called Annette Stipp heard it all happen. Mm-hmm. She was woken up by it. Now, she testified in court. Now, she said she described hearing an intense domestic row, like a full-on battle. She told the court the screaming at this stage just continued. Now, for her to say the screaming just continued means it's been happening for, for a while. while. Yeah, yeah. She's not like a, like a two-minute thing. It's been going on for like 20 minutes or something. Yeah. She says there's definitely a female screaming for quite a long period of time by now. You could definitely hear two different voices. Then she said she heard bangs. I said to my husband, it sounds like a family murder. Otherwise, why would a woman scream like that? She sounds terrified. Then she heard a second set of gunshots and the screaming stopped. Also, because she was looking out of a window because of the commotion that was going on, she's looking over in the direction of Oscar's house. She noticed that all the lights were on inside. Okay, so yeah, it's not a dark room. It's not all the lights are on, so the, every room's lights on, so it's like they're still moving around. So he'd be able yeah, to yeah. see her, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. Now, not according to Oscar. Now, he says the neighbour is mistaken. He said all the lights were off, and he claims the second sets of bangs she heard were not gunshots. Yeah, it was the cricket bat as he was trying to go through, and the screams that that the neighbour heard were actually his screams for help after he realised... What he'd done. Yeah. I mean, what are you saying about that? Well, I suppose it's plausible, but I think you know when a bloke screams and a... And a girl screams, I'm afraid. And, you know, if it's been going on for a while and there's an argument between both of them from her side, it's, why would she lie? Well, it's why her word why against w- his. Yeah, but why would why would the neighbour lie? You know what I mean? If 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 your neighbour um, shot someone by accident, you go, well, I didn't hear anything. You know what I mean? And it doesn't matter if, if you think they're a dickhead or not. You're not going to try... You're not going to go, yeah, he's a dickhead or she's a dickhead. Let's let's make it sound like they did do murder than than, you know, whatever they're saying. So I, I, you got more entitlement to believe the neighbour. Mm, it seems that way. It does seem that way. And now we know he could be a very jealous per- person. I mean, he hated Reva talking to other men, um, and he actually embarrassed her multiple times in front of people in public, just rearing up and screaming at her. He had a cr- she, Reva, had a, actually a close relationship with a rugby player called uh, Francois Hugart. Um, and I'd once actually dated him. Now, he's a big, muscly fucking guy, and I think Pistorius was probably threatened by him mm. and his pre- and his previous relation with uh, Reva. Um, Reva and Francois had tweeted recently and were speaking via text messages. Yeah, uh, they, they speculate that there could have been an argument because of the contact, which yeah. resulted in well, him like murdering her. That could fit. Yeah, well, like I said, I heard that apparently they met in a coffee shop or they were talking, texting in a tof- co- coffee shop or something. The the d- uh, on that day, yeah, probably were, man. and maybe that's what the argument well, might have been about, if that's true. But I'm, you know, I wasn't there, so I can't say it was. Now he says he walked into the bathrooms when he first heard the intruder and shot through the door whilst on stumps. 
That's what he said, because he went back into the room to pick up the prosthetics, put them on, then he realised Reeve wasn't there. Now, forensics said that the angle of the bullet holes indicated that Oscar Pistorius was actually wearing his prosthetics when he fired the gun, because the bullets hitting the door came from a gun that was angled down, indicating that he was on his real, you know, on his prosthetics at the time, because of the height. Now, this is crucial in the trial because if he had returned to his room and put on the prosthetics before shooting, this would, you know, indicate that it's premeditated because mm. he, he would have seen that she wasn't there. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it would also mean he was lying or at the very least potentially confused about the series is, of yeah. events. Yeah. And if that is the case, if he is confused and he's got the order wrong, can we believe or trust anything he says, whether he's deliberately misleading us or just misremembering, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, you can't, can you? I know, it, for you, like you say, it could be completely innocent, but if he's got that bit wrong with the legs, um, th- what else has he got wrong? Well, the forensics say he's lying, and he was on his legs all along, and the evidence points to that. Okay. Uh, Oscar Pistorius and his lawyers had to prove that he was he was on his stumps when the shooting took place. That was the hard bit, which mm-hmm. which they couldn't do. Yeah. And to make matters worse, important evidence was destroyed by the police that entered the bathroom immediately after the calls. They moved the murder weapon, they walked in blood and just generally fucked up the scene. So all that crucial Oh, so the police might have fucked it up a bit. Yeah. You know Definitely what I mean? fucked it up. Well a they bit. did. Yeah. They moved shit about. They protect they they walked through areas where it could indicate that her body was dragged and not carried, yeah, yeah. like stump marks on the ground yeah, yeah. instead of prostate. It, yeah. it was it just basically messed everything up. It destroyed the timeline of events by mm-hmm. them doing what they did. You know what I mean? It's it, the problem. It, everything hinges on his word because of that, basically. Mm. Now, if I was about to engage in potential life-threatening fight, I would have put my legs on first because he says he was vulnerable without them. So why would you go into? a confrontation without yeah. them. Especially if it was deadly silence. So in theory, they don't know where you are. Yeah. So you, you've got time to put your legs on. And obviously, like you say, yeah, because he can't run away. If he misses the shot, he's just like a, he's like a rugby ball, isn't he? You yeah. know what I mean? You just run up and boot him. Yeah, you know what absolutely. I mean? so yeah. If you should have put your legs on, should have woke Reaver up and then ran the fuck away. Yeah. Why would you even attempt to try and combat somebody that, He's doing something crazy, breaking mm. into house. Who knows what they're going to do? Well, let's Doesn't be honest. Sense. Let's be honest, right? If a burglar broke in, he probably would have broken through the window, which was open. He said the door, yeah. which was open, right? And he would have been armed. He would have said, "You fucking stay there," because if he's armed, they're going to be armed because it's a bit ruthless, isn't it? He would have been armed. You fucking stay there. I'm having my shit. You know what I mean? And that's it. So why would they sneak in through a bathroom window and sit there? Mate, it doesn't. There's so much more to. To this the trial, if you if you really, I mean, this is unless they were gagging for a shit that was, <laughs> yeah, they're really really bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking turd. Yeah. So if you want more information on the trial, we're going to cover as much as we can, but obviously we can't cover it all in a podcast. Yeah. Just YouTube it. You, you'll find everything that you need to uh, that you need to know. So he's not denying he shot her. Claims he was mistaken. Said that she was an intruder. All the while, throughout the trial, he seems to be very very concerned for his own life and not going to prison. Now, I know I've not been in that situation, but I've thought about this doing the research. Now, I think if I shot my girlfriend, Hannah, in the face and killing her, it's over. Even if it was by accident or whatnot. It's over. Yeah, you'd you, you want to go to prison? Oh, I would. I, I I'd could, be like, I'd probably deserve this. I Simple couldn't as. live myself. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't fight in court. I wouldn't care for myself anymore. I mean, what are you fighting for, Oscar? You just yeah. ki- It's over, yeah, surely? Yeah. You've, you've, you've just said you shot your girlfriend, you know what I mean? Even if it was by accident or because you malice or whatever. You've still done it. You deserve to do whatever time it is. 
don't go, oh, well, I don't want to go to prison because of yeah. this and that, because of my running. I, I wouldn't be able to live with myself. I don't think I'd be in that position if to that's, start if with. That's your number, if that's your number one concern after killing your girlfriend, then there's, yeah, there's something wrong there. Yeah, after, a, after killing somebody, it seems that you're... I don't want to go to prison. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Well, so is there, is there any reason to think he's lying about this? Well, there is apparently, because he lied in court. When he was asked by the prosecutors why he shot her, he said he thought there was an intruder, as we've said. Then he said it was self-defence, but from what? Yeah, but the person hasn't done anything yet. You're not getting attacked. And then he said that he had no intention to shoot, but but you shot four times, mate. Mm. You know what I mean? I just don't I don't believe it. He was visibly scared whilst talking in court, and his voice was trembling. And uh, it was also revealed that he was taking antidepressants and sedatives since the since the um, you know the incident. Inc- yeah. So, yeah, you would be y- your whole life. For that doesn't. It's not an indication of your fe- you are feeling bad. You know what I mean? But it's not like your whole life's fucked, and you want sympathy for yourself. You go no. Seems that way. You know when people over over exaggerate a little bit, like a drama queen. It's like that, isn't it? Yeah. It's like oh, I'm in the wrong. I'm the one who's in the wrong here. You know, I mean, someone's someone's upset me. It's like that. But really, no, you're the one who's caused all the shit, mate. So you deserve whatever happens. So was there any reason to shoot her? Were they happy together? A lot of messages between Reva and Oscar were read out in court that seemed to indicate the opposite. Reva said in one text, I'm scared of you sometimes and how you snap at me. And she also said that she felt picked on and attacked by him. She said, I'm the girl who let go with you even when I was scared out of my mind. I'm the girl who fell in love with you and wanted to tell you this weekend. But I'm also the girl that gets sidestepped whenever you're in a shit mood. She also said, I think... You feel you have got me, so why not? Why try anymore? Mm. I mean, it proves nothing. You should see some of the messages that I've sent Hannah. Some of them are loving, but I've literally said that I'm going to kill her when she walks through the door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. But she's obviously haven't because she's yeah. not dead yeah. yet. But um, if that was in court, then messages would that, yeah, it would go well. You said that. Why should we believe that was a joke or whatever? Yeah. So you got to kind of say, all right. So he's he may have a bad personality and 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 can snap, but is there does that mean he killed someone? You know what I mean? Mm. I know he was jealous of her and other guys. You know, he had tantrums and seemed to be very controlling, in my opinion. And he accused her of flirting a lot as well. Um, even, you know, say we, we're living in a double standard relationship. You know, you can do what you want, whereas I can't. Yeah. This was in three fucking months. It's not like they've been together years. You know what I mean? Mm. She also said that he publicly humiliated her at a dinner party in front of friends five days before he shot her in the face. Seems shit wasn't very happy. No. Three-month relationship. <laughs> you know, three months from relationship to death. One of the messages read between Reva and Pistorius, it kind of indicated that Oscar Pistorius had fired a gun in a public restaurant now, he wrote to her, Angel, please don't say anything to anyone. Darren told me everybody, everything was his fault. I can't afford for that to, to come out. The guys promised not to say anything. Now, to this, Reva said, I don't know what you're talking about, but thanks for telling me. I appreciate it. So what they're referring to is an incident where he shot, he, he shot, shot a gun in a public space. There's a guy called Kevin Lorena. He testified in court, said it happened when he was with with uh, Oscar Pistorius and two of his friends. One was called Darren Fresco and another called Martin Rooney, who I believe is a sprinter, an English sprinter. And this happened at a lunchtime in a restaurant on the 11th of January, 2013. So not, no, not long ago. Yeah, it was literally a month. Literally a month before he shot her dead. He, fought, he was firing a gun in a public restaurant. Mm. 
that doesn't look good, does no, it? No. So what happened was, according to this guy, Kevin, Darren Fresco apparently passed a gun to Oscar Pistorius under the table. I mean, what the Why fuck are you doing? Why were you doing? Yeah, what the fuck? And told him that it was loaded. Why? What the f- now, he says the next thing they all were aware of was a shot went off and there was complete silence in, in the restaurant. He said, once the shot went off, I was shocked. I looked down and just where my foot was stationary, there was a hole in the floor. I had a graze on my toe, but he was bleeding. But he said, I wasn't hurt or injured. How, how was he bleeding? He's got no fucking legs. Yes, he's got metal, metal oil legs. Which Listen, bleeding next, oil. He's leaking oil. Yes. Fix him. Really realistic prosthetics. That yeah. If you shoot yourself in the foot, you bleed. WS30 to 145 is pouring everywhere. Stop it. He said that he went on to say that there could have been a fatality, and I didn't expect it. I didn't understand it. Apparently, Oscar said, Is everything okay? I apologize. I don't know how the gun went off. Right. You so pulled the fucking trigger, mate. So that's his mate saying that. Was, have we got anything from anyone else saying who was there? Well, like yeah. you said at the, at the start, his ex girlfriend, she actually testified in court and said that she saw him fire a gun through the sunroof of his car after getting pissed off with the police officer who pulled him over for speeding. You know, so right there and this then. This has just been a complete cunt straight away. The court know we've got a loose cannon who is liable to do fucking crazy stuff. Mm. And we know that he's fired a gun twice in, in horrendously dangerous fashions, like in a restaurant, mm. just blam on the floor. And then fu- after he got pulled over by a copper, you know what I mean? Mm. It doesn't look good for him, does no, it? No, it doesn't at all. Would, knowing that, would you put it past him to do something reckless? No, no. of course not. If he's just been pulled over by the cops and then he just, because he's pissed off, he's been pulled over for speeding, most likely. You know what I mean? Or, or doing something wrong, because there's no reason for you to get pulled over unless you're doing something wrong. To drive off and shoot a gun. What are you doing, mate? What the fuck? You know what I mean? It's going to come back and haunt you, yeah? big star. The uh, the trial was massive. It was mega. It was covered everywhere. It's like a, like the OJ Simpson thing. Yeah, yeah. It was being televised live throughout the world on lots of different news channels. But at one point, uh, graphic images of Reva's mashed up head were put on like a public display in the courtroom so people could see it. Yeah. And because it was being filmed live, it was beamed around the world. Like news channels had to run a delay after that because they were like, "Fuck, man! Little kids yeah, having yeah. a dinner just seen Reva's head blown to bits. Not fucking good. No, that's bad days. So, so the images." Of her body, made Oscar puke up in court. You can see yeah, him, yeah. and he, he had to get a bucket for him. He was proper puking. Mm. Um, now, when the headshot was put on the big screens, the prosecution referred to that clip of Oscar firing the gun at the watermelon. You know, that zombie stopper footage I mentioned earlier. Yeah. They, they were saying, you saw how the bullet made that watermelon explode. You know the same thing happened to Reva's head. Take responsibility for killing your girlfriend, that's a bit brutal, isn't it? Yeah, that is. That is uh, especially, well. especially when Reva's mum and dad are in the court. Yeah. He refused to look at the pictures and said, I was there firsthand and I saw it. I don't want to be tormented by it anymore. Mm. Does it, I mean, when I started reading about this, I thought, was he on, was he on drugs? Did, did he have some sort of mad breakdown? Yeah. So, was he on drugs? Well, during the investigation, when they went through... The uh, the apartment, they found steroids, yeah. testosterone, and needles, and obviously a shitload of booze. But you you got to remember it's Valentine's Day. Of course, they're going to have a drink or two. Yeah. But does, you know, roid rage, testosterone, combined with booze, and like a proven, reckless personality who often snapped, mainly at women, it seems. Yeah. Could that indicate something more sinister went down? Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've, I'd say so. What do you, re- do you reckon it? Do you reckon it is that? Um, yeah, well, he's he's obviously a reckless nutter, so, you know what I mean, If you, from what we were describing earlier on, so yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, it would not surprise me, you could probably have a cup of tea with him and you'd go, and fart, and you'd go, he's gone out and shoot you or something, <laughs> you know what I mean? 
he was actually made to walk around on his stumps in court publicly whilst Good. on trial to show how vulnerable he is. And he is incredibly, like, really vulnerable. Yeah. Really vulnerable. Well, that's all well and good. It doesn't excuse the fucking crazy mad thing he did, though. Shooting blindly through a door. You know what I mean? Shooting blindly through a door. Yeah. Fearful for his and Reaver's lives. Yeah. Burglaries and white people were apparently quite common. So there is grounds for him to, to, to be concerned, but you don't just blindly shoot through a fucking door, do you? No. You don't? Walking on stumps also gave the jury a chance to see the height at which he was shooting because they brought the bathroom door from the crime scene yeah. into the court. Right. Now, he looked vulnerable, as, as, we, as we say. I mean, you could kick the fuck out of him. Yeah, you could, yeah, yeah. No dramas. So it, it, they, they got this d- the door in so they you could see the height at which he was shooting from. Yeah. And it, it, it's kind yeah. of like, come on, man, you know what I mean? It, They've got to, though, for the, the, the people who are, are going to say guilty or not to um to look at, because obviously they, they only can see pictures. They need to, It'd be good to have the actual door there, wouldn't it? So, so he fired four shots. So straight away, that is deliberate intent. You can't accidentally fire four separate shots. No. One, maybe as he did in the public restaurant in the car. Before, nah, sorry, bruv, that's deliberate. Yeah, no, I'd say that's deliberate, definitely. So when Reaver was shot, this is what we know from the forensics, she was standing behind the locked door with her arms crossed like that. She was? Yeah. Now, we know she had her arms crossed because a bullet went through her left hand and hit and shattered her right arm. So the single bullet did all the damage to her left hand. And right, so it went yeah, through. Yeah, okay. So the first shot hit her in the thigh. Now, surely she would have screamed. Wouldn't yeah, you yeah, have heard? Yeah, yeah neighbours saying screaming. Maybe that was part of that. The second shot went through her hand and hit her arm just above the elbow. More screams. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The I can see why. You're not going to go... You're not going to go all that. Yeah, yeah. that's all right. All I can, right. You know, like a sting net. Ooh. <laughs> the third missed her and hit the wall behind her and the bullet ricocheted back and hit her on the, on the, actually on her back in mm. parts. Now, there are people saying that they think that he shot her with an air rifle beforehand, what? and that's what the marks were. I don't think so. And the fourth shot actually hit her in the head. So he fired all four shots pretty fast. Yeah. He, when, he, when he got in, when he bust in, he found her slumped on all fours with her head down the toilet. That's why it's full of blood in the images. Yeah. And there's some debate on the order of the third and the fourth shot from what I can see. So why did he shoot at someone who posed no danger? Why did he shoot through a door without knowing there were, who was in there? That's what he says. Yeah. Why would he do yeah, that? What, yeah. Even he said, kind of said that. He said, I didn't mean, I didn't want to. Yeah. I didn't have any idea that I was going to shoot. So but he's still why, done it, though. Why would you do it? He can't. There's no leg, no leg to stand on. You know yeah. what I mean? He said... Um, she must have got out of bed and gone for a piss when he went to get them fans in. He just didn't notice. That's the reason he gave as to why she was in there. I mean, why else would you be in the toilet at 3 a.m.? Yeah. It sounds reasonable. She looks like, so I'm just looking at her, her dead, her deceased. Um, she looks like she's got a black eye. It might be eye makeup, but... Um, the bullet went in there. I did it. Oh, right. So, okay. So, it's blood behind the eye sort of thing. Behind... Well, looks a bit ropey. It is horrible, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It is horrible. So, she's in the toilet at 3 a.m. She's having a piss. That's what he says. That's the reason why she was in there. Like we say, sounds reasonable. But the evidence that they got from the scene shows that she was actually shot through her shorts. So if she was taking a piss, her shorts would have been down, wouldn't they? Yeah. That's a reasonable thing to... Yeah, well, yeah, you definitely. Yeah, if she's having a shit or piss, she's not going to do it in her shorts, is she? You'd be shitting yourself, that's the point. And also, she would have heard him calling... 
yeah. for her. And she would have gone, it's only me, it's only me, I'm in the toilet. So it doesn't seem like she was taking a piss from that, from the bullet hole in the shorts. I don't know, maybe maybe something weird happened. Maybe she was pulling them up as, as he shot. That's possible. Mm. But we said that she had her, her arms crossed. I mean, was she in there after an argument with That's him? That's kind of a thing that people do as well when they're in, if they're scared. They kind of cross their arms and sit there, don't you know what I mean? If people were really, really scared, they'll hide and try and just literally curl up. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's what she was doing. Well, they actually looked at Reva's autop- uh, bladder mm. um, during the autopsy and it showed that it was completely empty, which is not likely to happen at 3am unless she had just taken a piss. Okay. So was she in their mind in her own business taking a piss whilst Pistorius was getting the fans in when he heard her in there Perceived her as an intruder and shot for the. Do- I mean, is he telling the truth? Mm. It's, it's it's kind of believable, but it's also not because she should. He would have surely when he shouted out, "Who's in there?" or whatever he said, she would have gone. It's only me. She's not going to go quite sit there and go. Yeah, because then you would be a bit suspicious. Unless they'd had an argument, and she was just giving him the silent treatment. Mm. I don't know. And then we have the blood-covered cricket bat that he used to bust the door down. No. That's strange. Why is it covered in blood? Well, the th- there's a theory going around that he smacked around the head with it okay. first, potentially even killing them with the bat. And I don't think that's the case because forensics would, I mean, providing they know what they're doing, which we assume they do. Yeah. Blunt well, you'd force, hope so, yeah. Blunt force trauma would would be up on their list, yeah. It would be complete. It's different to a gunshot wound. So... You know, the theory is, did he hit her with a bat after an argument? Did she run and lock herself in the toilet? Arguments ensued. The neighbour heard. Boom. Did, did he try and break through the door with the bat first? And that's what the neighbour heard. Then she was then screaming. Shot, and then he shot her. And yeah. then he shot her. That's when he inquired. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. It, it could be a case that he smashed it open first. And Tried then to. just went, fuck you. I can see you now. I'm going to shoot you. Yeah. And as we said, the door was in court on display. Um, so the marks from the cricket bat could be seen now the marks are low down really low down they're in an odd position sort of proves that he was on his stumps when he smashed through the door but he claims he shot the door on his stumps headed to the bedroom noticed she wasn't there panicked thought she might be in the toilet then put his legs on and smashed through the door so the marks on the door say are showing that he hit it low yeah but yet he said he had his prosthetics on do you know what I mean? So it's like the reverse of what he's saying in a way. And that, like I say, there was also some bruises on Reaver's back, which you can see if you want to Google it, if you're that way inclined. Now, the defence said that this was from where she was shot. Mm-hmm. And she was hit in the head. She fell down onto a, a ma- magazine rack, apparently, and yeah. bruised her back. Now, a lot of people are saying that this could have been from him hitting her with a cricket bat. She may have been pelted ah, before. Right, okay. Now, I know that dead people don't bruise. I'm no expert. Yeah. She died within a couple of minutes of being shot. Is that enough time for the bruises to form from falling on a magazine rack? I don't know. Mm. Or did they occur a while before, during an argument? So all the shots that hit her struck her on the right side of her body. Now, forensics said this is an indication that she was actually carrying behind the ti- behind the door at the time of the shooting. It's fucking awful, isn't it? Well, Think about that. That's exactly what I was saying about if you're shit scared of someone, if he might have waved the gun around in front of her and she's legged it to the toilet, closed the door, hoping he'd calm down, and he's, he's just gone. And she's sat there like, because she's shit scared, and then boom. 
Well, he didn't even have any time to alter the crime scene because detective he, he phoned straight away and detectives were on the scene within minutes. Yeah. Now, when they got there, when the detectives actually arrived, there was a neighbour inside his house who happened to be a doctor and was trying to assist Reaver at the time, but said there was, you know, there was no way they could help her. She apparently she was lying at the bottom of the stairs, covered in blood and towels. She was still breathing, making a gurgling sound. He said that she wasn't breathing. He carried her downstairs. He says that, but. Obviously, that could be lost in the fog of panic. Okay. But the doctor said, no, she was making a gurgling sound. Like, oh, that could be the death route for all I know. Yeah. All they did, all they could do was just stand there and, and watch her die because the headroom was just too traumatic. It wasn't survivable. Mm. So meanwhile, Pistorius is standing there losing his shit. Yeah, well, yeah. Because his fucking, his girlfriend's dead. At the bottom of his stairs now as well that he's dragged out apparently. But yeah. So, psychologists examined him for 30 days, a full 30 days before going to trial to assess his mental state. Mm. And they said that there were two Oscars. There's like an international superstar who was tall, confident, very fucking brazen. And then there was a vulnerable and fearful disabled person who was scared to be alone at night. Apparently, that's <laughs> the case. And he kept guns to keep himself safe. Mm. And I think there was actually a third Oscar, the fucking crazy cunt as well. Yeah, crazy cunt Oscar. So without his prosthetics, they said that he felt defenceless. And because he carried a weapon and even searched for one that was lighter and smaller so he could keep it with him, he was trying to pick weapons that would suit his, you know, demeanour. Mm. It's I don't know, man. I, I've, I, well, he definitely done it. We all know that. Um, I think he... he uh, by the sound of it, they argued a lot as well. I reckon that something's happened. It could be the cricket bat on the back of, of the back, or, and then he's got a gun out. She's panicked, legs it to the bog. She wouldn't be like that, crossed, cross armed, and you know, defensive if carry you're position. Shit, unless you're having those like a super powerful shit, and you need to pull literally all the air out the top of your body to get the shit to go down. She wasn't on the toilet. They know from where. Well, there the you go. So, so she's just cowering because she's scared and he's just fucking blasted away. She was standing behind the door with her arms crossed and then she went bang, 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 bang through the door mm. fast. So his freedom hangs on whether the jury believe his word and series of, of events, um, which is difficult to disprove because only he knows. Mm. So in 2014, the jury went and figured it out and debated and found him guilty of culpable homicide and sent him down for five years. Now, culpable homicide is... It's like the unlawful or negligent killing of a of a human, like an accidental killing, but not in a way. Mans- as in, like, it's not like it's like manslaughter, but not as well. No, it is manslaughter, basically. That's yeah. what they're saying. So that appears to me that it seems like they believe him if mm. they're sending him down for essentially. Oh yeah, but well, clearly, because if I accidentally ran someone over and it was clearly an accident, um, I'm not going to get put down for murder, am I? No. It's going to be, you know. So and he didn't get sent down for murder. No, exactly. So he was given a. Um, I think, what did he get for that? Five years. And he, and he was also given a three-year suspended sentence for a firearms offence because he had unlicensed ammunition. That's what he shot her with. He was released in October 2015 after only one year in prison. Now, he was told to serve the rest of his sentence under house arrest. Now, prosecutors are like, no fucking no. way. Fuck this. He did a year for killing a human. Um, so what they did is they went after him because <laughs> yep. they know he lied in court. They appealed the sentence of culpable homicide and demanded the murder charge to be installed, which carries a, a sentence of 15 years. So within two months of, uh, of that, the Supreme Court overturned the culpable homicide verdict and found him guilty of murder, sentencing him to six years. 
fuck that man yeah. South African law says 15 years yeah, yeah. so they went after him again and in October 2016 he was moved to a prison apparently which was surrounded by gardens and trees and acres of land that he could walk around in it was um, why, do, why do people get certain treatment because of who they are do you know what I mean if they've done something they should all be treated the same money yo but it's mental, cash, that, isn't yeah, it? but still. Well, they said it was allegedly for his safety because he was at risk of being gang raped because he was so vulnerable. Well, you shouldn't have, could keep shouldn't have killed his girlfriend then, should he? So Surely <laughs> a lot of people are vulnerable for gang, gang rape in prison. I know he's even more vulnerable, but he shouldn't have killed his girlfriend. Simple as. Yeah, yeah, he deserved to be gang raped if that's the case, you know what I mean? It's the <laughs> least you can get. In 2017, prosecutors were still going after him and bullshit six-year sentence in a garden prison they appealed again and the supreme court heard the case once more in 2017 november they increased his sentence from six to 13 years and five months mm-hmm. so he's not they don't think he's likely to come out till the 2030s not mid 2030s something like that so he's he's been done yeah in a court for murder law, basically for murder yeah so they're saying bullshit we don't, we don't believe that you accidentally shot her. You shot her on purpose. For what reason? We, we don't know. It's probably through, uh, you know, rage. Snap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now he appealed. Obviously, he'd of fucking course he appeal. did because he's been appealing all the time. That's hence why he probably got out within a year. You know what I mean? But the best thing he probably could have done is accept that five-year sentence. Shut the fuck and up. And he would, yeah. If he if he'd done that five-year sentence and didn't get out early, I bet you that he would be, he'd be out in that five years. They wouldn't appeal. No one would go on a second. Well, the I prosecutors were not having it because they were like, no, he killed her. Yeah, I know, but what I mean is because he managed to get out within a year to a house arrest because that's probably him going, can I at least be in my house? And, you know, and, and they went, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, he had to sell his house and he, he was, yeah, he was, had to live with his uncle apparently because he, he needed money for court costs so he, to <laughs> sell his, uh, his mm-hmm. plush house. Now, obviously, he appealed the verdict and lost and he had to, you know, that's it, he served that's time. It, yeah. But he said this, he, he said, I fail to understand how I could be charged with murder, let alone premeditated murder as I had no intention of killing my girlfriend. Shut the fuck up, mate. Know when you're beaten. Yeah. Know when you're beaten. He, he may, he may have, he may be right though in that case but in a rage, he's done it but still, that's, even if you didn't premeditate it and plan it, in a rage, you still kills your girlfriend. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you planned it or not. You know what I mean? Mm. You still killed her with a gun. It's not like you've, you've you know, put, jokingly pushed her, you know, and she's fallen down the stairs and died or mm. something like that. You've meant to kill her. You pointed a gun at her and pulled and the shot, trigger. Yeah, that, that's, if that's not murder, I don't know, I, I don't know how to describe it. You know what I mean? If you, if you point a gun at someone and shoot it, even if it's, you know, by accident or whatever, it's still murder. You still have the gun and you still shot someone. It's a, it's a clever way of trying to manipulate what potentially happened, wasn't it? Because it's, it, it is literally his word. Hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. And no one can prove. Well, it's his word and forensics word, as in, like, the, the scene. That's that's the only way you can work out what happened. Which was tampered with. Not tampered Tamp- with deliberately, but messed with. Yeah, but basically, the only way you're going to find out is when you look at the scene and you can go, well, that's impossible what you've just said because of that and this and that. And it's kind of like a jigsaw, which is in a puzzle, isn't it? You've yeah. just got to put it together. Now, he's in his head, his jigsaw's done and he's gone, there's my jigsaw. It's done and this is what it looks like. And you go, no, it doesn't look like that, actually. It looks like this. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. It's difficult to... St- the, the thing that made me... Because like, him saying... I thought she was an intruder and she was in there and had an empty bladder. So she had taken a piss. That kind of adds weight to what he says. But yet the gunshot... But like I said, he's a pussy. So it might <laughs> it might have been a case that he didn't want to kill her in front of actually looking at her shooting her. He just... When the door was closed, I can shoot her here and not yeah. see her die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? 
Because there's, there's, there's going to be people like that, pussies. Yeah. And I know it sounds mental. He's a pussy for killing her when her back's turned or whatever. But a lot of, you know, a lot of people are like it. They will shoot someone when they turn around. You know what I mean? It's just fucking mad, isn't it, that that yeah. could happen? Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I kind of, I feel like I want to believe him, mm. but I can't. Yeah. I just think that he did it. Yeah, he's definitely done it, hasn't he? Yeah. So, uh, so guys, if you want to find any more about that trial, obviously we can't cover it all. It's impossible. So just, yeah, man. There, there's, so, there's so much to look at on that. You yeah. know what I mean? There's, you can go for, for hours and hours, probably just talking about the, the, the guns, the four gunshots yeah. on, on the door. Oh, it was. yeah, yeah. And hours on the messages yeah, yeah. and hours on his own personality. We just tried to cover a little bit of everything to give you an overall idea what what happened, what potentially happened, what we know happened. My, so my verdict is he, he was pissed off of her basically when she went in the bar he didn't want to shoot him in front of a, his own face yeah. shot her with blind basically lost shot her blind shit. he lost, lost his shit, shit and shot her blind she probably st- stormed off in there to have a piss maybe but angry I'm having a piss you know what I mean do you think it's possible and then he's just going fuck this I'm not having this he's had a couple of seconds to think about it while she's out the room he's just going oh fuck this she pissed me off boom do you think it's possible that he took the fans in and she went, like, say they had an argument, he got the fans in, she went and had a piss and he was shouting at her through the door. That's what the neighbour said. Mm-hmm. Do you think he, it's possible that somebody that we know has fired a gun in public at least twice and does reckless stuff, do you think he might have aimed the gun at the door and gone bang, 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 shot it deliberately trying to miss her but just to just scare to her, shit her up. and then it all went quiet and he Maybe. was like oh fuck Maybe but still He's obviously not thinking when he does still shit Still though that's murder It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter if, if, if I went to piss you off and shot a gun at the ball there and then shot you in the face you know what I mean you go what the fuck's wrong with you Yeah, you know what I mean things which are stupid like that should go straight to murder. It doesn't matter if he accidentally killed him. Well, think we'll never know. Even if he writes a book when he comes out and says, this is what I did, well, can we believe you? We'll just, we'll no. never fucking know. We'll never know. No. Well, that's the episode, people. Yeah, man. Hope that's you a good enjoyed one. it. Yeah. Um, if you want to contact us, do what you need to do. Robots for eyes at gmail.com dot <laughs> 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 say dot co dot uk dot com. <laughs> and then, um, obviously, if you want to just type in on Google, um, Robots for Eyes, and it will pro- all our social media will prop up in the first sort of like five or six sort of pages. So, so yeah, enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll see you all next weekend. Have a good weekend, everyone. Ta da! <laughs>